Hey guys, welcome back to First Door on the Left. Be sure to follow so you don't miss out on any other episodes. Our podcast is on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to First Door on the Left. We're glad you're here. Hey, I think, I think we just had a bumper, right? Yeah. A brand what do you guys bumper, think? A brand new bumper. Please let us know what you think about it. I had to guilt trip Paul or for for a few episodes there to get him to make it, and um, that's been uh, how how long did that project take you, Paul? That's what I'd like to know. Like. 10 to 20 minutes 10 to 20 minutes and i've been asking you for it for like three months but that's so, that's pers- not including the how long the beat took okay gotcha well we have a bumper let us know what you think of it if you hate it let us know if you'd rather us have a different bumper then i'll i'll get back on the guilt trip and he can make another one so we'd love to hear from you but um welcome back what episode is this? 47, I believe. I think. Yeah, I think 47. Coming to you late in the day. We typically release our our episodes early in the morning, but here we are. It's Wednesday, and I hope to put this on uh, online in the next hour. I hope to. Um, but we Dang. have to make it first. We have to record yeah. it first. Yeah. So um, a couple of episodes ago, we we kind of talked a little bit about our day one uh, at Nashville and, um, just gave you a little bit of glimpse. And then Paul talked about camp electric. Um, we're going to talk a little more in depth today about some of the music stores that we visited. And there were only three, I think. Uh, so we went to, I didn't visit one of them, but well, I did. So I'm not going to have much to say about that one. You can just dream about it as I describe it. Okay. Um, so we went to Eastside, Eastside Music Supply, really friendly guys there. Um, cool shop, really small, but cool shop. Would you suggest nice it to a friend? Absolutely. Yeah, I would suggest it. It's a good stop. Um, yeah, everything in there seemed like, like they were really cool and relaxed and it seemed like you could, you could play anything you wanted to in there. You know, there was some people in there testing out some of their pedal wall and stuff like that. And that, I don't know. They just seem like, Hey, we want you to try our stuff. We want you to, of course they want to sell it. So they want you to try yeah. it. And, and I remembered that the amp you played through that we referenced a couple of episodes, it was a magnetone. It was super nice. And, I didn't even know it was talk. expensive. Oh, it was super expensive. But, um, anyway, so yeah, Eastside music supply. I can't remember the road it's on. Good shop though. Google it. Um, East Side Music. It's on a busy road. Every road that we were on was pretty pretty busy. So, yeah, True. not too bad. We're going to talk next about Groon Guitars. So, I went into Groon Guitars one day. Uh, it was actually after my first visit to Carter, which we'll talk about next. Um, Paul did not get the opportunity to go into Groon. Maybe next year, Paul. Um, there is going to be a next year, right? Is that the plan? Yes. Yes. Yes, there right. is going Paul's, to be. Paul's with us. He's he's way off of his mic. He's like feet away from his <laughs> mic. So um, 
Anyway, Groom Guitars, uh, very nice shop. I, I had heard uh, a little bit about it, didn't know a lot about it, but um, just all in all, a lot of very um, high quality guitars, a lot of new stuff. Like if you, um, I kind of described it this way to a friend, if you are looking for a Martin D35, like you're looking for a specific guitar. I think that's an actual model of guitar. I know a D28 is. If you're looking for a D28 and you want to go try out like five of them and get the best of those five, Groom Guitars is a great place to go because they have a lot of each of the models that they carry. Um, they have some used stuff as well, but uh, it seems like the new stuff kind of outshines a little bit. Um, but yeah, they had some vintage stuff as well. Um, I didn't play any other Taylor. I'm not a huge Taylor guy. I'm just not. Uh, they make nice instruments. Don't get me wrong. The um, Martin D35 is an actual yeah, guitar. I was pretty sure, but I but I thought you know, like I'm here recording. Maybe nerves got in the way of my brain, and, <laughs> and that doesn't actually exist, but it does for sure. It's You're a, making a new a very, guitar. Very popular guitar. Um, so anyway, I tried out. Um, several guilds, uh, some of them new, some of them used. Um, I, they say they're a recording king dealer, but I didn't see many recording king guitars in there. I would have liked to have tried more of those. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so a ton of Martins. Yeah, I played played several several Martins in there, and um, actually, I got to play uh, a couple of Sir guitars in there, which I was really excited about. Um, didn't, I didn't plug them in cause I wasn't going to buy, but, um, yeah. So it was a very nice shop laid out like completely, well, it's like eight times the size of East side. So it's like a pretty large guitar shop. Um, and yeah, just laid out completely different, very open floor plan and, um, one of the things I will say about Groom that, that was very nice, um, and Carter as well had this, but um, I think I saw like three or four practice rooms, which is really nice. Like, not like where bands go in and practice, but where you can, if you find a guitar that you think you're very interested in, you can go into that room and shut yourself in there, and you're not going to hear a lot of noise from outside of the room, and just gives you a good opportunity to really listen closely to the guitar. Um, yeah. So that that was really nice. Um, Car again, Carter had some of those as well. Um, you know, one of the things that, like, I guess between Eastside and Groon and, and Carter Vintage, like, I kind of would have liked to have gone to a, a music shop that had, like, a mixture of instruments, but I most of the shops I went into it was like very guitar driven. Carter had a few like ukuleles and yeah, stuff. they had some ukuleles and mandolins, but no like keyboards, no drums. So I was like, I kind of missed out I on that. I think like, I saw some like saxophone or something at Carter, but yeah. I don't know. Did you try one out? Yeah, no, I don't know yeah. if you can try those. Out. Yeah, yeah, probably bring your own mouthpiece or something. But anyway, Groon was nice. I would definitely visit that shop again. It was very clean. Um, very nice place. Um, let's talk about Carter because I had been wanting to go to Carter. It was like one of the, it was like, 
if I don't get to go to any other shop while I'm in Nashville, I want to go to Carter. Like I'd rather go into Carter and not buy a thing than to go into some like tourist shop and buy a, I love Nashville t-shirt, you know, like I, I, it, I just had to go there. And so, uh, the first day I went was on Sunday and it was a little bit of a rainy day and it said on Google. So Carter, if you're listening and I doubt if you are, it said on Google that you were open and my wife and I walked in the rain and she had her sandals on like leather sand. I don't know why she wore leather sandals to walk in. Yeah. She, she's like that or something. I think they're leather anyway. (laughs) So we walked for miles to get to the shop. And as soon as we get there, there was like an a frame sign that, that was out there and said, sorry for the inconvenience. We're open only for appointment. And like, as soon as we started walking away, we saw like a few customers walk out and I was just like, are you kidding? me?" Like, um, so anyway, we left, we didn't, we didn't like bang on the door. We didn't demand to be let in. It's likely that someone famous was in there trying out something or I, I don't know, but it was a little disappointing, but the next day we went and, uh, actually get to park in the parking lot, which is a plus. If you have been to Nashville, you just know that that's a plus to be able to park in an actual parking lot and walk into a store. And, uh, that's, that's a big, that's a big plus. So we walked in there the next day and, uh, I would just say, <clears throat> I don't know if you know, like the feeling of stage fright. We've talked about it a little bit on the, on the podcast. That's probably how I would best describe my first visit to Carter was I, f- I was a little bit timid. Cause you thought like people would judge your skill on guitar. I wasn't really worried so much about that. I was actually like halfway scared to touch anything because I knew everything oh, was very, yeah. very expensive. Um, and so most, I think from what I could gather, most of the guitars that I saw at Carter Vintage um, were guitars that were, first of all, vintage, so old, a lot of older guitars. There were some new ones in there as well. Not, not new, but newer. Um, but from what I could tell, most of the guitars that I saw in there had been damaged at some point. And they brought these instruments back to life. And so, um, I don't, I don't know if that's the case on all of them or not. Probably not. Um, I really like that bass that I played. What was that? That was the one that... A Hofner? Yeah. Yeah. So you get to play a Hofner bass. That was really cool. I actually really liked how lightweight I liked, that bass was. I like the strings too, because they don't really hurt oh, your fingers. Yeah. yeah. It had, so you, you play, did you try out two of those or just one? They had two. I tried one because it was the cheaper one. Oh, okay. Was it was it Ibanez, like Hoffner style bass? Or I can't No, remember. it was Hoffner. It was Hoffner. Yeah, so one of them had round wound strings on it, and I had never really played played much with those. But, yeah, definitely a different feel for sure. Yeah, I like and it, it's though. it's kind of like, I think that bass was like a semi-hollow body. If Are I those supposed to be muted? What do you mean? Hoffner basses. Muted? Yeah. What do you mean? Like it sounded a little bit like muffled. Oh. More than like the Maybe. bass that we have. Well, it could be the it could be those strings. True. The round wound strings. So 
Um, I don't know a whole lot about those strings, but I think they're more used in like jazz, maybe. I'm not sure. It sounded like I picked the um, muted bass plug-in on GarageBand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, my first visit, I it took me a while to even pick up anything to try it. Like, Mandy was there, and she was kind of looking at me like, like, why are we in here if you're not going to do anything? And I was I just, picked up I was kind of stuff just, quicker, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're diving right in. If you break it, dad's got to pay for it, right? Yep. Nope. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so um, I I definitely had a good time both times. But we went went back later in the week. Was it on Thursday or Friday that we took you? I can't remember. It's been a few weeks now. Either way, I think it, it was, was Friday. You, it was after you were out of Camp Electric. Yeah, it was Friday. And we we went there, and I definitely played a lot on my second visit there. And um, probably the most notable of those was I walked in one of the back rooms, and there was a guy that handed a guitar to me. And I, uh, the guy did not work there. He was actually in town recording an album. Shout out to and him. Yeah. I don't have his name written down. It escapes me at the moment. But we'll just call him him because you already did. You yeah. just said shout out to him. He's him. Him. So um, anyway, so he was recording an, an album and he hands me his guitar and he said, you've got to play this and um, you got to check this out. So I was sure it's a Martin. I would like to play a Martin. And I could tell it was old, but I couldn't tell how old. And um, I didn't look at the price tag before I started playing. So I start playing the guitar. It's so smooth, and it sounds so good. It's just a triple alt. Like, it's a smaller guitar, but it had such a big sound. And then I looked at the tag. And it was a it was a 1938, I believe I have this right, a 1938 triple alt guitar um i can't remember the exact number uh, model number off the top of my head but it was a triple all i think um 20 28 maybe and it was forty five thousand dollars. and uh yeah it was a triple all 28 1938 dollars. and so um quickly those nerves if you don't like if you don't know us we cannot afford that (laughs) no we we can't long story short we can't afford that nor am i a forty five thousand dollar guitar player true you know what i mean like yeah i'm like a you know maybe a thousand dollar guitar player you know like i could justify buying a thousand dollar guitar i hope so because i own a couple of them but um but yeah that's about my skill level, you know? So I'm thinking like, I can't sneeze. I can't cough. I can't do anything. This guitar is a gem, you know, it's like, um, not priceless. $45,000 like, like... isn't priceless, but it's like, don't mess anything up. Don't break a string. Don't do anything. I feel like fly. if a celebrity walked in there, they'd be like, Oh, only 45,000. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Cause the guitars they play are probably like 40, Five, $450,000. So I definitely, I don't necessarily have a wish list for next year of what other shops I would like to go into. 
Um, I wouldn't mind visiting Groon again, maybe if I had the intention to buy something. Um, but uh, definitely would would definitely go to Carter again for sure. Um, if I was looking for some specific pedal, I would definitely go to Eastside. Like, yeah. I mean, they just have all. If the you're pedals. looking for pedals, go there. Anything. Banjo saying hi. So I don't yeah. know if you can hear him in the background or not. He's saying hi. He probably sees somebody so, walking on the street. I mean, there's there's a lot of guitar shops. Um, I wasn't going to spend my whole tri- trip looking for more and more shops to visit because uh, I wanted to, to have a little bit of grace on, on Mandy and, and on Paul as well. But Paul, I mean, I would have been Paul, fine with that. Paul would have been fine with that. But, um, but anyway, so we'll talk a little bit more um, because in, in another episode, we'll talk a little bit more about expensive guitars and why, why would a why guitar expensive? ever... Why would a guitar ever cost that much? And why would it ever be worth that much? And um, because that's a really big conversation to unpack. And uh, I've, I've seen a lot of... That's going to be a long episode. No, I've seen a lot of YouTubers that, that kind of analyze cheap guitars versus really expensive guitars. And those are really good analysis. But um, I got a little bit of perspective on that and um, just wanted to share some thoughts on that. Uh, in an upcoming episode. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend all three of those shops. I would also recommend if you're planning to go to Nashville or any other place, you know, look up and kind of do your research before you go and, and like make a top three. Like these are the, these are two or three of the shops that I have to go into. Eastside was one of those that Honestly, we we only went into because it was really close to where we were staying. Yeah. And we were kind of out and about and exploring on day one. And we were just like, we'll just go to this one. It's close. It's right here. It's we're on this road already. So why not? And uh, and we were not we were not disappointed. It was really good. So um, I know this is random, but if you guys are looking for restaurants, go to the what was it? Macaroni Grill. Macaroni Grill. That place we went on the second day. You mean the overpriced restaurant that was in the mall? That's a it was large really good though. That's all over America. It's really good. It was okay. It was good because you didn't have to pay the bill, right? That's not the only. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I would push back on the macaroni grill a little bit. It was good. Yeah. Shout out was, to them. It was by far the most expensive meal we ate while we were there. Like by by far. I would dang. I would not. I would not go back, not to that one. So I would. Um, Paul would, because he loves pasta. So, hey, Paul, what'd you have for dinner? Pasta. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, any other thoughts, Paul? How's the rest of your summer going? Uh, part of the reason we are posting this episode really late, like you've been really busy. Last week was really busy. Your mom yes. had a birthday. We're not saying her age. She's so, 27 now, guys. 27. According to Paul, that's not me. I, I'm thinking she might be a little younger. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, not really. That would be creepy because I'm yeah. 34. But um, <laughs> yeah. She's just half so, your age. Uh, we've been busy. Paul's been serving a whole lot at a VBS. And uh, we, we like last week was super busy. So. It's part of the reason we're we're posting this late episode, and we'll we'll sit down here in a few minutes and and get another one knocked out. But 
Um, let us know what you think of the bumper. Um, let us know what you think of Macaroni Girl. Have you ever visited yeah. a Macaroni Girl? Is it worth the money? I I argue that it's not. It, um, it was random, but it's a good like topic for a yeah, poll. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, All I right, think we're done. With, we're done with this one. So we'll we'll talk to you soon.